Lecture topic. Keys to success. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa katha wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadhin astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًّا يَرَهُ قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن من الناس ناسا مفاتيح للخير بغالق للشر وإن من الناس ناسا مفاتيح للشر مغالق للخير فالطوبى لمن جعل الله مفاتيح الخير على يديه good and if not then he's going to end up choosing something that's on the opposite end something bad something wrong in the terminology of deen either there's going to be some khair or some sharr in the quran sharif allah taala says that the person who does one iota of khair fa may ya'mal mithqala dharratin khairan yara one iota of khair he will see the khair he will see it see the reward of it see the benefit of it see the effect of it see the good of it it will happen and o may ya'mal mithqala dharratin sharra yara the one who does one iota of wrong of sharr of evil of sin of vice then he will see the effect of that he will see the sin he will see the adab he will see the consequences of that sharr So it's either khair or it's sharr. There isn't any situation where it's partly khair, partly sharr. It's either khair or it's sharr. So now, this is the entire aspect that we have been told that look, this akhirat is coming. This is a certainty. And if you choose khair, you're going to see the end result of khair. And the end result and the final and result of khair is jannat the khair of iman and then thereafter the khair of amal the khair of the obedience of allah taala the khair of following in the mubarak footsteps of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the khair of all the amal of deen so the end result of this khair is the final abode of jannat and the pleasure of allah tbaraka wa taala so there is no way that a person can ever imagine what a great bounty this is and nothing in this entire universe can compare to it at all and then sharr the final abode of sharr the abode of the sharr of kufr of shirk and then on a lesser extent but the abode for a period of time of sin and vice though a person had iman but he was living a life of sin life of disobedience then if allah taala forgives the person 
and he passes away from dunya as a mu'min and Allah forgives him in Jannat otherwise he'll have to go through the cleansing process of Jahannam so the cho- choices are khair or sharr now one is what a person does for himself he chooses to do something good mashallah he'll get rewarded for it and if he chooses to do something wrong then he's going to be suffering the consequences of it that is now pertaining to himself, his actions, what he does, what affects him. But then there are things that don't get confined to the person himself. There are things that what a person does, it has an impact on others. If it is khair also, there are certain kinds of khair that have a tremendous impact on others. For example, to invite people towards righteousness, to encourage people towards some good, to help somebody to do the right things, to bring somebody onto the right path. So all this basically inviting towards Allah Ta'ala. So in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, Addallu al khair kafailihi. The one who has called towards righteousness, he had shown somebody some direction towards righteousness, he is like the one who has done it. In other words, like the person who did the action, that person will get rewarded, he will also get rewarded. The reward, the extent of reward may be different, the action reward might be different, having guided somebody to the action reward might be different, but the point is that he is also going to get rewarded. So now, he invited somebody, guided somebody towards righteousness, encouraged somebody towards righteousness, and then that person took it on. So though this person hasn't done that amal at that time, tilawat of the Quran Shari, for example, he encouraged somebody, or they are sitting and making tilawat, but at that time he is not busy with tilawat. But he will get that reward of the tilawat of the person who got inspired with his guidance, with his encouragement. So subhanallah, he is now reaping the rewards of the actions of others. So now this khair is moving on. Now depending on how much he does, he will get rewarded accordingly. How many people he encouraged, how far he went in that direction, he will get rewarded accordingly. So this person now is becoming a key to goodness because he's opening the door of goodness to others he's opening the door to righteousness by inviting others this is a tremendously great aspect that he is now becoming the means of others also getting onto good and then the opposite one is he was doing some wrong himself but now he started doing something beyond that He is inviting some others towards the wrong. He is helping others to commit the wrong. He is becoming an example to others because there are people who are looking up to him, people in his family, his own children maybe, people around him. They regard him as the senior, they regard him as the parent now, the senior or the elder or whatever of the family, of the workplace. So now they take him as an example. Uh, he is setting the wrong example. So now whoever takes the wrong example from him, 
and does the wrong, at that point in time, while the second person now who got uh, affected by him, got influenced by him, that person now is committing some wrong, and at that moment in time, this person is sleeping. But while fast asleep, he's getting the sin of that person wrong. Because he opened the door to that vice. He led the person on in the wrong direction. He became a means. So he is fast asleep at that particular point in time, but he is getting the sin of that person's wrong. That person is getting his full sin also, and this person is also sharing in that sin. So one is what a person does confined to himself, that is bad enough in terms of wrong. And that is a tremendous good if it's right, if it's a good thing, it's khair. If it's khair, alhamdulillah, Allah's fazal karam, Allah ta'ala's tawfiq, that he got the goodness, the tawfiq of doing something good, that's a very great bounty and benefit. And if he was doing something wrong, then that is a bad thing, it's bad enough, but that harm of that is confined to his own action. That he is doing the wrong, he is getting sin for it, obviously. And that's a terrible thing, very serious, but it's confined to him. And if he has done something that has led others onto it, then he is now in really opened a very serious door. So this is what is mentioned in one Hadith Sharif, when Nabi Kareem Wasallam says that there are some people who are the keys to good, مَفَاتِحَ khair and مَغَالِقَ sharr. They are the keys to good and they are the locks on evil. And then they are those who are the keys to evil and the locks to good. So now these are the two kinds of people around. So Nabi Wasallam says that those who are the keys to good and the locks to, upon evil, Tuba, glad tidings for them. And when Nabi Wasallam gives glad tidings, who can imagine how great those glad tidings would be? Of what he's giving glad tidings of? Because he's seen, Allah Ta'ala showed him the akhirat. And what's in store for those who are the keys to goodness? So, that glad tiding is beyond imagination. So those who become the keys to good and the locks on evil, glad tidings for them. One meaning of Tuba also has been explained, that a wonderful life in dunya will be given to them. A life of obedience to Allah Ta'ala, a life of tawfiq, of righteousness, a life of peace and contentment, which is the, the greatest wealth in terms of the wealth that we talk about, there is no comparison to what is the wealth of peace and contentment. All the material things of the world put one side, somebody has all of that, and another person has contentment. This person has the whole world's wealth at his feet, but got no contentment. And the other person has got hardly anything, some few possessions, but he's got contentment. The person with contentment is the wealthy person. Inna al-ghina, ghina nafs Nabi Islam says the true wealth is the wealth of the heart, that contentment, that peace. So now, this is what Tuba is, that life of contentment, of happiness, of peace, with or without the material comforts, even without two. Allah will bless his heart. And on the other side, 
وويل لمن جعله الله جعل الله في يديه that destruction be to the person who has become the key to evil to vice to sin and the lock on good destruction to such a person who saying this wailun these are the mubarak words of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam what will be the reality of that wail of that destruction we can't understand we might take it for granted we might take it as something very casual allah taala save us and protect us the personality who saying it doesn't exaggerate the personality who alerted us to it he is not going to overplay something it would definitely be very serious and he is warning us alerting us so that we don't fall into this destruction we don't fall into the harm and the sin of becoming the gate to evil the door to evil and the lock on goodness now this is a very short hadith sharif but it's a very deep hadith and an extremely important hadith sharif that a person should learn to recognize what are the keys to good what are the keys to evil so that he keeps adopting the keys to goodness and does not ever get close to the keys to evil and as a result he himself then doesn't go further and become a key to evil and rather he goes ahead and becomes a key to goodness so now there is a very wide application of this in fact allah taala has made keys for everything everything there is some key for it one is keys that we understand person goes and opens a door with a key starts the car with a key so many things starting point is a key the key is necessary to function it to operate it otherwise it's not going to work so we understand that key but just as there's a key that is a physical key that we hold in our hand and we open doors with it we start off cars with it etc there are keys that allah taala has made for other aspects keys that are not perceptible that are not something that we hold in our hands but keys that we understand in our hearts for example in the hadith sharif miftah as-salat at-tuhur the key to salah is purity a person has to be pak has to be in the state of wudu now that is the key to salah so allah taala made that the key to salah righteousness wa inna as-sidqa yahdi ila al-birr that honesty truthfulness this paves the way and it opens the doors of righteousness now a person wants to become very righteous very good very pious so the key to that is truthfulness and honesty now when we hear these hadith these ahadith about truthfulness about honesty so our mind goes only in one direction i didn't steal anybody's money alhamdulillah that was allah taala's fazal on us that we didn't commit theft alhamdulillah allah taala save us from that i didn't uh, when cheat somebody deceive somebody in terms of mon- any monetary matter very good allah subhanahu alhamdulillah that's a very great ni'mat of allah taala that we got saved from such a major sin but is truthfulness and honesty confined only to 
the aspect of other people's possessions, their wealth, or his honesty and truthfulness beyond this as well. When we speak, are we completely truthful, or we say things that are not in order, that are wrong, we appease ourselves in some way that, no, no, this is what I'm, it's fine, I just said it for the sake of just saying it, or whatever, but it's not true, then if it's not true, then that is a lie. And the siddh and the truthfulness is what opens the doors of virtue. And lying, it opens the doors of other sins. One sin leads to another sin. One good leads to another good. So now one is a person, he is just making mujahadan, making sure he is always truthful. Truthful between himself and people in general. Then truthful between himself and even Allah Ta'ala. That is the most important aspect. So truthfulness in every matter, Allah is watching, Allah is aware. Allah Ta'ala is watching what's going on in our hearts as well. So now the truthfulness, that honesty with Allah Ta'ala, meaning that we conduct ourselves in a way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with us. So, these are aspects that now open doors, like that wudu opened the door to salah. <clears throat> the truthfulness, honesty, it opens the doors of virtue. And likewise, there are many other things which are mentioned in the ahadith, which are actually things that lead to other good things. So you can call them keys to those great good. And likewise, there are things that lead to other sins, they are the keys to those vices. And Nabi Islam is giving glad tidings for those, for the person who becomes a key to good. Now, we need to become very conscious about this. In our day-to-day -day life, we need to take stock of ourselves. That is the very crucial thing, very important thing which we neglect often. Generally, we neglect this we don't stop to take stock of ourselves. What am I doing? What am I saying? How am I conducting myself? Am I, was all this today, how much of khair there was there, how much of shar there was? And the shurrah and commentators of hadith, they say that many a person doesn't see things in its depth that it should be seen. Very, very surface. And as a result, he can't see the khair. Which is the khair? He can't see the shar. He neglects a lot of the khair and loses out, gets deprived and he goes headlong in a lot of shar and he can't see the difference. He can't make out where he's going. He dives in it and he thinks he's doing fine. He thinks everything is okay. He has some answer in his mind for everything. But now he's diving into that shar. And then on top of that he's taking others along. Now he's becoming the key to shar. So the key to shar, this is seriously... Uh, it's uh, very dangerous, very serious, because Nabi Islam has warned, wailing, destruction for such a person. Now we need to take stock of our day-to-day -day life, sit down and think about it, how much of khair and how much of shar was in my day. Make some hisab kitab, our eyes, our ears, our tongue, our hands and feet, how much of khair and how much of shar, our heart, how much of khair? How much of shar? Are we wishing good for everyone? That is a very great khair. Or are we harboring some malice, malice, 
some jealousy, some uh, ill feelings towards somebody, that is a sharr. Now what is going on in my life, what is going on in my heart, it requires ongoing checking and taking stock and then making toba and istighfar on the slip-ups, on what we now went off the track, we got involved in some sharr, to make toba and istighfar from that and bring things back on track. And Allah forbid, we became a means of others also, then we advised them, that look what I told you was wrong, I advised you to do this was wrong, please stop it, don't do it anymore. So now, that is a very necessary thing as well. How often people invite others via some chat to get involved in some haram chatting. So now somebody was totally, sort of they had nothing in their mind and heart, but now something was initiated by someone. And the person who initiated it, he trapped somebody else into that. The one who initiated will get double sin. The one who got caught is also sinful. Because Allah Ta'ala has made things clear to us and given us the choice and given us the strength to choose correctly. The ability to choose correctly. Now a person ignores all the na'mats of Allah Ta'ala and the bounties of Allah Ta'ala and does not use that ability to choose correctly and does the wrong thing, he's also responsible. But the person who initiates these things is double and Allah knows best how much more. The severity of it because that becomes a Sin upon sin. Now, these are things which get taken for granted. But life is short. Allah knows best how long we are here, when we will suddenly leave this dunya and move on. And let alone the akhirat that is the most important issue, nevertheless, but the impact of these things happen in dunya as well. The impact of the good also comes, and the impact of the evil also comes. The good also brings its barakat. The good also brings the great amount of blessings in it. And the evil also brings its consequences. So we need to ponder over these things. Think about it deeply. Every time we see a key, that key should remind us about this key. Nabi Karim has said that there are people who are keys, but depending now what kind of key. Key that opens the doors to good, opens the doors to something else. So, there are many, many things that we can think about that in those things, what kind of key are we, which direction are we taking things to. We sit with our friends, and now we are talking, and now somebody starts off discussing something that is not suitable not appropriate, it's wrong in fact, it's bordering on sin, it might be completely sin also. So now how do we react to that situation? One is we go with the flow as they say, now just carry on, they say when you're in Rome, must do as the, as the Romans do. That is a terrible statement. In Rome, if the Romans are committing shirk, somebody must commit shirk, if the Romans are behaving in a manner that is far from deen now, getting involved in all kinds of sin, so because in Rome must do as the Romans do, obviously this is just an, a way of expression, it means where you are, you do what you are, what people are doing there, just go with the flow they say. So go with the flow when there are flood waters, all the dirt goes with the flow. Anything, even if it's not flood too, 
river is just flowing now in a direction. So now the dirt just gets carried away. The water just rises, any dirt on the side, whatever, it just goes with the flow. So what goes with the flow is the dirt. Then sometimes you see on the banks, on the sides, wherever, there are some trees, sometimes the water comes around the tree also. But because it is very firmly embedded and it's a beautiful tree, fruit-bearing tree sometimes, sometimes it's just the flowers and the leaves and the shade that it gives, but it's standing upright, it's standing despite the water coming around it and it's still giving its benefits. So now the tree, because it's productive, it is beneficial, it is fruit-bearing, it has its roots deeply embedded where it should be. So now the floods came and went, the water levels rose, it didn't go with the flow. Because it didn't go with the flow, its benefit continues. And the dirt, as the water came, it just carries it away. So it was just carried away because it was dirt. Now likewise, we just say go with the flow. Now one is that there is some good company and now somebody is saying go with the flow, in that context it might be okay. But generally not used in that context, go with the flow. See now just go with the flow, people are doing something now, don't worry, don't get too deep into the matter now. Just everybody is doing something now, just carry on. Doesn't matter whether it is right or wrong. So now what carries on is that the dirt gets carried away. Generally, this is the context in which this is used. That when people are, some company is not in order, so now I say, no, don't spoil the, don't upset the apple cart. So now don't upset the apple cart, you just fit in now. Fine, it's not right, but fit in. So that is not fine. See, fine, this fit in is not fine. How can a person fit into something that is wrong? It is like trying to wear something, that some garment which doesn't fit. A mu'min, sin doesn't fit him. But if he squeezes himself into that size, then he's going to suffer the consequences of it. So the lesson in all this is that we have to think about the things we do, what we are trying to do, what we want others to do, where we are heading and where we are taking others behind us. Are we heading in the right direction or are we heading in the wrong direction? Towards khair or towards sharr? Towards goodness or towards evil? Where are we heading? So this is the very important lesson in this Hadith Sharif that we are being advised to do that which is good, always be aspiring for khair and be very concerned of not getting caught up in sharr. We are insan, we can make mistakes, but as soon as we realize we have erred to make sincere tawbah, but to very, very seriously guard ourselves, never to become the key to evil. Doing some wrong is also terrible, but to become the key to evil and lead others, that is, the severity is multiplied many, many times. That is very dangerous. So, we want to gain the free benefit and the rewards of goodness of other people. We become a source of some encouragement for them. Now, for example, uh, somebody encouraged their classmates or whoever, their friends, that uh, salam must be performed in good time, not as a last minute thing, haphazardly. No, we should perform salah properly, nicely, in good time, in early time, especially in for the woman. Now somebody took it on. 
somebody it impacted on their heart. Now that person will do that amal in that manner in a better way that we can do it also. We are earning that person's reward as well. After that encouragement, we are sitting somewhere. We may not have been at that time engaged in an amal, but we are getting the reward. So how easy and how wonderful. What a wonderful way of earning so much. And how easy. But it requires a little bit of the... Uh, little bit of the effort that now we, we become conscious of this to try and guide others, encourage within our capacity, in the way we can, we try to do what we can to help others to move forward. So this then makes a person a key to goodness. And never ever encourage anybody towards any evil. It's bad enough we do it ourselves, but now you're sharing some, some whatever links, that this is something that you should also look at People are passing things on without any care what comes around. They're sending out some messages here and there to all their friends. And many a times there are things which people get, they get affected by it. They start doing things which are not in order. That is all becoming the key to evil. Allah Ta'ala save us. So, let us always ponder, write a reminder for ourselves in fact, that I need to check, am I being the key to goodness? for the key to evil. Allah Ta'ala save us from ever becoming keys of evil. Allah Ta'ala keep us as keys to goodness and keep us always on the path of Hidayat on sirat mustaqim and take us at the time of our moth with perfect iman and raise us on the day of Qiyamah with perfect iman. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل ربنا علمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر كل ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله